Hashtag MSW. You may begin to feel anxious or excited. Honest, deliberate, engaging, uncensored. High dosage administration can cause adverse reactions. And most importantly, independent in mind and execution. This is a normal response. Are you ready? Where are sports worldwide? For me, my weekend had to be Tottenham Hotspur winning the game. Finally, we won a game. Trust me, you would me. You take that win any day. Hey, Tottenham Hotspur. Hey, there's something wrong, man, with the with the pitch pocket. What an absolutely tremendous pleasure it is to have Clyde that lied in our country and to have him on your show tonight, Rob. Thank you very much, man. You know, it's very beautiful to always have basketball given that platform. My melody sundowns. On, on behalf of Mamelodi Sundowns, we would really like to, to thank everyone. The winner is Desiree Alice. Coach de l'année chez les féminines. I'd like to acknowledge Coach Jerry. He does fantastic work in South Africa and that's why I'm standing here. I'd also like to acknowledge all the other coaches that work in women's football. This is for all of you. Of the lab, Hoa Bestow. Congratulations. To our winner, Percy Tao. Percy Tao, mesdames, messieurs. Multi-award-winning musician Zahara has passed away. The Lonely Way hitmaker reportedly died at a private Johannesburg hospital on Monday night. She was admitted in hospital with uh, liver complications two weeks ago. Closing, man. Yeah. What do you want to be remembered as when it's all said and done? Oh, my God. I want to be remembered as the girl next door. Mm. That changed lives. That's it. A girl next door. A girl next door. Whether you're in a shack, just know I'm next door. Whether you're in a suburb, just know I'm next door because my music is here to inspire you. So a girl next door, whenever you need her, she's there to inspire and give you hope. Vuma FM, Rise FM, and Sowetan Live. Hashtag MSW. Bulelo, I'm Kutukan, a great talent of SA music. And just like all South Africans, and I suppose not only the continent, but just globally, everyone celebrating the talent that was at such a young, young age, at the age of 36. We have to say goodbye to her, Zahara, as she was popularly known. You've entertained us. You've given us some of the best lyrics, performances, live and otherwise. And uh, yeah, I suppose for all the hard work, for gracing us with your presence on this, on this earth, really, and for making us celebrate who and what you are. I would like to thank you very, very much. Yes, hashtag MSW for all that you gave, the music that you shared with all of us. Previously on Marawa Sports Worldwide. What an absolutely tremendous pleasure it is to have Clyde that lied in our country. Ginormous name in world basketball. Clyde Drexler joining me live from Cape Town. Clyde. I'm having a ball in Cape Town. How would you summarize it though? Now that you know the basketball days professionally are over, when you look back, when you reflect, how do you feel? 
I feel, I feel pretty good. I played in a golden era. You know, the NBA is fantastic, first of all, and it continues to be fantastic to this day. Uh, LeBron James is a huge part of that. And to have him on your show tonight, Rob, thank you very much, man. You know, it's very beautiful to always have basketball given that platform. It's been a tremendous honor and a blessing. Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW. Victor Osimhen. of this year, player of the year in the men's category at the 2023 Cup Awards. An exceptional season, a very well-deserved award. Please, Dr. 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 Masebe, please do not leave. We're gonna take a bigger picture, please. Victor, let's immortalize this moment, please. Um, it's a dream come true for me. I want to thank everyone that have seen me through life's journey in achieving my dreams, in achieving my goals. I appreciate Nigerians for their support. I appreciate Africa for putting me on the map, for encouraging me, for defending me, regardless of my shortcomings. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. I appreciate you all. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Victor Simen, we'd like to congratulate him indeed. The best player on the African continent, uh, named as the African Football of the Year at the ceremony in Marrakesh yesterday. Also compatriot Asisato Shuala winning the top prize uh, in the women's category. But he scored, what, 26 goals as he helped Napoli to that surprise triumph in Serie A last season. And was also a leading marksman in Italy's uh, top division. So, yeah, we congratulate him. And you know what? As, as it happens so many times with these big awards, he makes it there personally to Morocco. And he's there to collect the awards. And there is idling on the sidelines there a private jet waiting to whittle him back because tonight's got a big game to play. Napoli versus Braga. Champions League where they've got to get anything but a defeat. I think that's as simple as it gets. It's the final game of the group stages uh, to qualify through to the business side of the UEFA Champions League. But yeah, Victor has had such a great season. But also, let's not forget from a South African perspective, uh, Percy Tau uh, won the CAF Champions League uh, with Alali, named the Interclub Player of the Year, but was not present uh, for the honor. So the Red Devils currently in Jeddah in Saudi Arabia uh, for the FIFA Club World Cup. So the other South African award winners were Mamelodi Sundowns, the ladies team as team of the year in the women's category, while Desiree Ellis again scooping her fourth consecutive women's coach of the year honor. What a journey it's been for coach Desiree. Four back-to-back. Incredible. Well done. All right, let's put our boxing gloves on right now, though, because a new brawl is certainly brewing uh, between the sports minister as well as the National Professional Boxing Promoters Association. Zizi got to a sticking to his guns, though, in a legal spat with a group of promoters and also ordered his Boxing South Africa board to take office immediately. Remember, they're supposed to start their duties today, the 12th of December. The last board, their last day, was yesterday, the 11th of December. So a letter by the state attorney's office on Monday stating that the board would not resume and assume their duties as scheduled for today. Uh, but Zizigodua's department has hit back, saying that the letter issued on Monday by the state attorney's office had been rescinded. 
All right, let's track down this rather interesting, I'll even call it unfortunate, unnecessary battle. Who's right, who's wrong? What's the issue? Let's get right into it. Yeah, we got Colin Nathan, boxing manager as well as trainer. Mom Joyce Kongwane, TLB boxing promoter, uh, here to provide some perspective. Uh, Mom Joyce, I think uh, it's your first time stepping in here. Colin is, is a resident here. Uh, let me welcome you first. Uh, good evening and welcome to the show. Good evening, Rob, and good evening to the listeners. And uh, before we say uh, anything, let me say, Umoyaka Sahara Maulalingo. Absolutely. What a talent. What a talent. We always say gone too soon. In her case, 100% right. Um, I think well received. The issue around boxing for me is always touch and go. When we almost starting a new chapter, something happens, and then we go back so many different steps as well. What do you make of this latest spread? Where do you stand in all of this? Look, Robert, as a promoter, um, this is what I was saying. As to who sits in the board, yeah. for me, it's 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 neither here nor there. But uh, and when when there's fights, it disturbs me. It uh, destabilizes the whole the whole uh, um, boxing, because remember years back we've been struggling to say we want to bring boxing back. We want to take boxing to where it used to be. And you know for a fact that when we started TLP Boxing Promotion, those are the one, one is actually one of the things that we mentioned to say. would like to take boxing back mm. because of, uh, I mean, it was dead. And you remember even in one of the interviews, I said we have actually resuscitated boxing. Yeah. And uh, it was looking better. Not to where obviously we want to say it, but there was progress. It was promising. But then if we are to go back again today, after so many years, to say we're fighting over what? You're a promoter, right? Yes, I am. The National Professional Boxing Promoters Association. Are you a member of that? Look, uh, let me say this. It's a promoter's association. Yeah. So it, it's, it's an... It's a, it's an executive that was elected in Deben. Well, I was not part of the, 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 the AGM at the time. Well, it coincided with my celebrity too. Yes. Yes. So I was not there. But uh, you see, there's a difference in being part because you can be part because you are a promoter. Yeah. And you can be part because you're actively involved. So, but do they represent your interests? I, I wouldn't say yes, yeah. because like right now, the, the complaint or the dispute that is there, well, I personally, I wouldn't say I was personally invited, but uh, because remember, I was part of the interim structure of the Houghton Promoters Association. Mm. So that's how I was in, uh, invited as part of the extended, but I was never part of it. I've never been involved with the, with the uh, extended so when, when, when they take the minister to court, for example, are they representing what you believe is the right move? Is this the right move? What they've done personally for you, have they gone about it the right way? And is it correct? Look, for me, I wouldn't say it's a correct thing, number one, because the arguments that are brought forward, for me, they, they, they don't carry weight. Mm. I'll give an example. The issue is, they were not consulted, or we were not consulted. Yeah. 
And I wouldn't say we were not consulted. The reason is that in July, we received invitations from the, the Department of Sports saying we have to submit nominations of people that we want to see as board members. So for me, that's consultation. And, and this is what is, has been happening over the years. The, the outgoing board, I don't know whether they're outgoing or... Yeah, outgoing okay. yesterday, Yes, incoming today. Yes. Yeah. So the outgoing... We, we, we went through the same process. We were invited. We submitted uh, the names of people that we wanted in, there was 20? Three years ago. Yes, three years ago. Yeah. So we did submit. It was the same process. So my, my issue is, why is it the problem now? And also July is a long time back. Yeah. Colin Nathan, officially welcome to the show. Uh, evening to you. Has this disturbed you? Where do you sit? What are you reading into this? Well, not much shocks me in boxing. Yeah. Uh, let me put it that way, politically as well. Um, the lifeline of boxing sometimes, unfortunately, is controversy. This is very controversial. I, I'm not shocked. I'm not surprised. Mm. But I figured something would give. And I have to concur with Sis Joyce. Mm. Why is it a problem now? When uh, the chairperson of the Promoters Association sends a text to the new incoming chairman congratulating him, and now all of a sudden he's opposing him. Why? Mm. The question we all ask is why? Is that because you're not happy with the incoming board, sorry, the new board? And I have to refer the outgoing board as history. Sure. Um, but – still have to be accountable for certain things and hopefully mm. we'll get into that later. No, we won't. Um, Absolutely. But, but now, if yeah. you look at it, why is it a problem? You know, I, I was reading a press release last week. Uh, I think it was by Inc. Sports saying the, N, the NPA want, um, want Mike Sodder to step up and become chairperson. When Mr. Sodder himself kind of, you know, divorced himself from that comment and said, look, mm. you know, I'm not going to be part and parcel of this. Why? What's the problem with Safisa Shongwe? I think he's a great candidate. He was one of my nominations for for the new incoming board. So, so you responded to the letter in July, and you, oh, and, I, you and you issued your nominations. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, and and I sit here as a boxing enthusiast and fan as well, and I think Mum Joyce can 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 back me on this. Is that we all happy about the change? Mm. We all happy that there's a fresh look. I mean, I was on here the last time complaining about all the administrative issues, and now there's a fresh breath of, of air, and like, and then there's this. I mean, really. And 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 just to put it on record is that we we did invite um, the gentleman concerned, and we did say to him that he has every right, and we were said, uh, yeah, and we got a, a message coming through saying that regrettably. Uh, I've spoken to our attorneys. Given today's developments, I've been advised that I can only take interviews after the court sitting, uh, which is scheduled for 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. So this, for me, the irony is you go, get into a car, you drive to a studio at Newsroom Africa. You conduct an interview today, not yesterday. This morning. This morning. This morning. So fine. The fact that you're going to be flying out to the Eastern Cape is, is fine. Everyone has a life. But then you can't pick up a call. We're not saying drive to the studio or fly to the studio. Pick up a call on the same day that you've been able to conduct interviews. And all of a sudden, legally, there is a problem. So how come there was no problem legally this morning? 
you know, so for me, that does not hold water. Um, and if they want to, and I know that they're listening uh, to the show right now, if they want to be a part of it at any stage, please reach out. Or if you want to stick to your guns and not talk, then that is equally okay. Uh, but don't complain and say that you were not given an opportunity to uh, balance the conversation at all. That has been given. So we are putting it on the record that that opportunity has been given. And um, unfortunately, Mr. Matiti is not available uh, to chat to us, and neither is his legal representative. Uh, in fact, I can tell you uh, what was said as far as his legal representative is concerned, because I said, oh, okay, if he can't speak, uh, then I'm sure the lawyer would be able to speak. Uh, it says, no, unfortunately, uh, he's busy with papers for tomorrow, next time. So next time it is, uh, we have no problem with that. And that's that. And next time, when we come back after the break, Colin Nathan uh, will take us through all of these uh, developments. Uh, Mom Joyce Kungwan as well will take us through her side. Uh, you can also be part and parcel of this conversation. Do send us your WhatsApp voice notes because it's an important chat. It's an important conversation. We all want, we all need, and we have to have boxing in South Africa thriving. Morales Sports Worldwide on 947, Monday to Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Hashtag MSW. See you in Port Elizabeth. Thank you very much indeed for your contribution. Accurate account of what you know has happened in boxing, but saying that uh, boxing is in deep, deep trouble. Give us your thoughts as well. You can send us your WhatsApp voice notes. Uh, the number is 0607080484, 0607080484. Otherwise, do give us a call in studio 11 8838947. is the number to dial. So maybe in answering um, that question from Sia, um, I'm Joyce Colin as well is here in studio. Uh, who then gets to oversee boxing for now? As far as you know, the board has resumed. Yes. And is that enough in terms of taking boxing now into hopefully a new and better chapter? Colin, Joyce, yeah, yeah I, I think so. I think so. Um, we need to give them a chance, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it does give us a lot of hope for South African boxing. We, um, the general feeling is, is that there's change. There's mm-hmm. a young ball coming in, which is balanced. There's four females on the board, which I'm exceptionally happy about. I think my, my biggest concern has always been about fighters, always been about fighters. And the people who are causing all the issues aren't worried and concerned about fighters. They're concerned about themselves. And at the end of the day, and I've said it to you before on your platform, mm-hmm. without two fighters in the ring, we don't have a sport. We don't have a business. And they are the pivotal parts of boxing. They're the number one people, not these people who are trying to oppose the sports minister. And inevitably, I don't want to see going forward tournaments, be, tournaments being canceled, mm-hmm. fighters being left high and dry with no fights, with monies and fees not being put into a trust for BSA's bank accounts when the the act is clear. It says 30 days, it's been amended to 14 days, and that clause on boxing South Africa's discretion mm. needs to change. We need to go back to 30 days because 14 days is not enough to let a fighter down. If a promoter puts in a date 30 days prior with the bank, bank fees for the fees to fight for the fighters, the show go, goes on. But I'm a 30-day guy with yeah. regards to that rule with the act in 2001. Sure. And that's my concern is that I'm hoping and I'm praying mm. that the new incoming board, well, the new board now, adheres to the Boxing Act and just follows rules and regulations and doesn't flout them like the previous board did.
Sure. All right. Before we get to what the previous board did do or didn't do, let me ask you the same question I did ask Mum Joyce. Is this National Professional Boxing Promoters Association, are you a part of it? No. Absolutely not. They don't represent you. No. Remember, I'm licensed in South Africa as a boxing manager. Yeah. But obviously, I'm here this evening for my opinion yes, and my viewpoint. Absolutely. And I, I completely distanced myself away from, I wouldn't even call it an association. And I question the legality of, of the association. Why do you question? I just think, you know, I was looking at their constitution today, and I know that 70% of the promoters needed to be together to sign that off. And I, I question that. I question if we're signed off 70% of, mm. uh, of the promoters, in, the Is members of that. Is it there? Well, that's the question we all want to know. Yeah. What is the complaint there formally for them to sign off? No, no, I'm just asking if the 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 constitution is there. Yes. Yes. No, no, what, I was what, saying what, because he's referring to it to say, absolutely. is it even there? Yeah. But what do you think? Because as a promoter, I don't know it. But which is, for me, worrying because you're not just an up-and-coming promoter. You're one of the top promoters in the country. And if you don't know and you're not associated with and you're not in one voice with, then that is, again, a problem. Yes, it then is. Then who does it represent? It is that you see, like I was, I was saying when I started to say, if 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 you if the complaint is about consultation, yeah, but on the other side, you you don't consult the same people that you're representing, because it, it shouldn't be about a, a handful of people saying we're not happy with this, but it it should be everybody in boxing. It, it, because this it, it's not about promoters alone. Mm-hmm. It is about everybody who's involved in boxing. There's boxers, there's managers, there's trainers, there's officials. Well, unfortunately, they don't have uh, uh, um, associations. But that does not mean they don't need to be represented or they, not, they don't have to be taken into cognizance. I was told, and, and, and this again... As, as you prepare for shows, you've got to try and find out. You've got to get the balance of everything that is going on. Mm. Uh, that individuals like Kaima Jake, uh, who's a treasurer, uh, Patu Dongola, who's the deputy secretary. Uh, there's also a Usbongile Matatimpofu, secretary of the Eastern Cape Boxing Promoters Association. He's the sister. That, that's the sister. Correct. To Matiti. Yes. Um, that they would have been, if anybody would have given a positive vote, would have been them. As, as a block, but they don't constitute, like you were saying, a majority. Correct. Correct. And the question, the question, sorry, Sis Joyce, is that we are all asking as stakeholders with the new board now, are the, is the money in BSA's bank account for this weekend's tournament? <laughs> His and, tournament. Correct. And no one is coming forward and saying yes or no. And that's the question. Is the show going to go ahead? Is there money in the bank? Are these fighters going to be heartbroken on the weekend? And what kind of decision is the new ball going to take if the money is not in their accounts? So who can give a yes or no in terms of whether or not it is there? Because, you know, I've seen uh, the artwork. I've seen the posters that have been, you know, placated all over saying that 16th of December, you know, 1900 hours, uh, East London ICC. Uh, the fight will happen. Five SA title fights, Night of Champions, fourth edition. It's out there. So who can confirm to us and say, yes, the money is there. Yes, the money is not there. Boxing South Africa. Boxing SA. And who would be the person to speak on that? Um, the acting COO. COO. Or you can, and, and as well as the provincial manager yeah. of, uh, of uh, Eastern Cape. Whew. But you'd want to take it from the top, though. 
you, you wouldn't want to keep it provincial. You'd want to find out if BSA. My, my guess would be would, is yeah. you would ask the, the, the CFO of Boxing South Africa. So it, let's say if the money is not there, then where does this leave? That means, that means the rules have been flouted and they have not followed the rules and regulations of Boxing South Africa. And by when should this money have been deposited? So the, act, the 2001 Act says 30 days prior, it's been amended to 14 days, and there's a clause that says on the discretion on, of Boxing South Africa. And, and, now, and it talks to on or before the way of the way in. So and, I, and this is what he's been uh, utilizing actually. Yes. So you see, that's where the problem is to say which one. Do, do we use? Yeah. And, uh, and the weigh-in is obviously much closer to the, the, the day of the fight exactly. than it is if it's a 30-day uh, prior. So it's a very ambiguous Yes, clause. because you, you, you've got 14 days, you've got 30 days, you've got, you've got one on or before the day of the weigh-in. And, and, and the, well, the 30 days, it has not been practiced. Yeah. I'm a promoter myself. I've never paid money 30 days before. I pay the, because it says 30 days, it talks to, to the 10% of the main and main supporting bout. That's what we've been paying. But isn't that part of the problem? Yes. And I'm glad that you've raised this because yes. mm. already, boom, here is one of the problems is that we have these ambiguous laws that govern something that should be very explicit, that should be saying, on this particular day, don't move it closer to give an option to a weigh-in, give an option to half of 30, whatever it is. Have a date. And if it's not, then it's not. And then you make a decision. I agree. And it's not rocket science. Yeah. It's, it's the rules and regulations. And I agree with you. The ambiguousness has to stop because it's not fair on the fighters. We've had a situation with Moy River recently. Fighters rocking up. No, no, no communication. Sun City as well, which we discussed, Robert. Not my Sun City, Rob. No, yeah, yeah, not your Sun City. <laughs> not but, to the celebrities there. Hey? But, I mean, I was speaking to a manager and trainer today where, because I wanted to get some sort of proof as, you know, there was no communication. And he said to me, Colin, like, we, the Supersport crew were actually asking us whether or not this event's happening. And I knew then that the fight wasn't going to happen because there was no money in that account. Fighters were let down. And that's my, that's my heartbreak is that it's okay. You know, you know, these guys carry on with their lives. But at the end of the day, these fighters need their money. They mm. need to fight. They want to provide for their families. They don't have a lot of opportunities. They've given up a lot of sacrifice to be in the sport of boxing. And they get let down and heartbroken. The response letter that came through um, earlier today from the minister, and he's sticking to his guns. Um, and I think that's what really set the tone when both of you walked into the studio from one of being <laughs> completely angry to saying you are both glad that it is where it is legally. W why are you happy the fact that the minister stuck to his guns and not allowed this legal process uh, to force him to change the decision or the direction or twist his arm? Look, Rob, we don't want to see a situation where we don't know where we are. Yeah. For me, what is important is a decision has been taken. Or, or, or yes, we are not, we are not caught between the, the fights, unnecessary fights. Mm. Because for me, it's unnecessary fights. Um, like I was saying, why would I be worried if Rob is the, is the board member or it's Colin? Mm. For me, I want to have the board. 
I want the to see the car moving as to who is driving right now. It shouldn't have been my problem to say who drives the car. But what is important is, does the person know what is expected of them? Are they going to deliver as per their expectations? Because I, I want to say this. Right now, we, we are excited or we are saying welcome to, to the new port. But uh, we don't want to see the troubles or the problems that we, we, we've been facing. I, I mean... You know, there's, 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 there's normally a saying that a uh, new broom sweeps clean. Sure. But uh, many a times uh, we get disappointed. Not that I doubt them, but understand me. Um, everybody has to be given a chance. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm glad, Robert, that three years ago, when, when we met with the, the new board, remember we were invited somewhere in, um, I think, in Midrand. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what I said to the chair. Uh, we welcome you, and I hear you saying one, two, three, four. Mm. I hope we're not going to come back after, after after three years and we'll listen to the same talks that you are promising us today. Because, Rob, I don't believe in lip service. Mm. People must talk and act. Don't just talk. You rather keep quiet and act. Then we'll be happy. But if you're going to come, promise, 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 at the end of the day, you don't deliver even one single thing. Yeah, we need promises to politicians. I think they do very well in that. And, and, and just to come in, sorry. And exactly, exactly yeah. that's what I said to, yeah. to the chairperson then, to say, you see, now you don't want to be quoted like the politicians to say, this is, these are the promises, promises. But at the end of the day, every five years, we look at, we do inspection, nothing has been delivered. So I, I'm saying... To the new board, mm. will appreciate when they can come and do what is expected of them. Pete Mamorobel on the YouTube channel has just posted, says, Boxing needs influential businessmen or women. You may be a brilliant administrator, but if you don't sit in those rooms where decisions are made, it would be hard to change the fortunes of boxing. Um, Colin, as we head off to another break, has the minister broken the law in any way? Look, I'm not a legal mind, so I don't know. Um, but I'm definitely in favor of the, uh, the Mr. Zizi Kodwa keeping and sticking to his guns. He, he's listened to the boxing public. He's listened to – and he's read the complaints. I, the complaints, I don't even think have been sure. addressed by yeah. – I mean, the, and I say acting, you know, acting in inverted commas uh, – the outgoing whose term ended yesterday, the acting CEO, there were just so many complaints, so mm. many irregularities. Um, managers, trainers, ring announcers, writing letters of complaints. There were legal letters being sent to BSA, totally being ignored. So at the end of the day, I think all of us, we just want to change. We want, to, we want accountability still to the second I'm sitting here. I want to know those boxing awards Mm. who was the event manager on 963,000 rand who was it how did it get awarded was there a tender process Mm. i want to know and i'm not going to stop asking that question rob but they still haven't answered no wow morales sports worldwide on 947 monday to friday from 6 to 7 p.m hashtag msw Hi, good evening, Mr. Marawa. I think the reason why someone chose the TV interview was to show us 
his new Armani suit. Okay, on the serious note, I think the reason they knew that you're going to ask those pertinent questions, they knew that you're going to put the sport first. They knew that you're going to ask some stakeholder related questions. They knew that you're going to ask questions which are more important to us as audience rather than to allow them to control the narrative. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Marawa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank David and Parkwood, thank you so much indeed. We always ask for accountability. We always ask for people to step forward when things have been said and uh, to lay it down. We, we provide the platform and it's an open platform and that's why we're bringing on board as well uh, somebody who's uh, written about the sport, followed the sport, is a big sport lover, big boxing lover as well, a sport reporter for Sunday Times and also Times Live. Uh, David Isaacson, uh, who I know has personally uh, written about this very same saga that we are currently chatting about here. David, thank you so much for your time. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for having me, Robert. Just where we are now, and I think we've covered a bit of ground uh, with both Mum Joyce as well as uh, Colin here in studio. Um, you've had a bite of both sides, the, the legalities that have governed what is going on right now. What do you make of where we are right now, David? And is it a safe space or are we still going to see this continuing? I've, I've got a funny feeling that this thing is going to peter out. And I think if it does get to court, and I am a bit skeptical about whether the uh, National Promoters Association really wants to spend that much money on an urgent interdict because it gets very expensive very quickly. Um, I think it's going to peter out. But if it does get to court, the, the, the central question is going to be the definition of consultation. And, and I've got a feeling that maybe the minister has done just enough to fulfill that um, the legal definition of consultation, which is basically to hear the view of the of the party, and you don't have to accept it or anything. Um, consultation is not a negotiation. So I actually think this is going to peter out. The new board's going to um, they're moving in officially tomorrow, and and I think things could change very quickly, and and hopefully for the for the better. That letter in July, you would see it as a form of consultation, David, as you say. Yes, yes. I think, I mean, obviously it's going to be for the, the courts to decide if it gets there, but but I think it can be argued that that is a form of consultation and the, the Promoters Association responded to that letter with names. The names didn't make it. If the names had made it, they probably would have been happy. Um, so I think um, that, that on that basis, there's there's a strong argument to say that there has been consultation and and that's the and that that'll be the end of the story. Yeah, because I was going to ask something of a similar nature to say: Is this a fight about legalities and English and consultation, or is this just a fight to say, oh, we've seen the names of the board, the new board members? Maybe we're not too happy about who the people are, and given where the previous board has been, uh, you know, maybe they might not be as lenient towards us as the others have possibly been. You know, the politics within boxing. Yes, no, I think that's exactly right. Um, I think the outgoing board has been very lax in terms of some of the rules that they're supposed to be upholding. And they've been allowing promoters to get away with. And I think that this is exactly what the the fight is about. The the naughty child who's been allowed to get away with something um, by the one parent suddenly doesn't like the other parents putting their foot down. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and, and just in terms of, I mean, we were debating and saying, there's a big fight coming up on the 16th of December. Uh, are you aware, David, of whether 
BSA have sanctioned the tournament and whether, uh, you know, the, the purse monies have been paid? Um, I'm, I'm not aware, but uh, BSA don't respond to my request for comments. Why? It's an outgoing board. They, they haven't. Um, this, this year, every time I've tried to get comment from them, um, they, they have not responded ever. <laughs> so that is strange. The one time I managed to actually doorstop uh, Eric Satoli at a at a boxing weigh-in, but but otherwise, over the phone they will not respond. I mean that th- that is very weird. It's very strange. But at the same time, David, uh, that is why I always trying to r- remind associations, whether it is a South African football association or a boxing South Africa, is that there's a reason why there is South Africa at the end. These are not pencil businesses. They are representative of South Africa, whether it's boxing, cricket, rugby. Football, you name it, they are supposed to be accountable. They are supposed to be responding to whatever it is, David, that you, as somebody who represents a legitimate media agency, when you put it forward, they have to respond. Yes, yes, um, they certainly do. And I mean, they have a media spokesperson, allegedly, um, but, but yeah, they just haven't been keen to, to, to respond at all, which is always a very strange situation because... You know, there have been several times in my career where I've been given one side of a story. I think, wow, this is a big thing. Contact the person who is about, and the person says, please, I want to take the time to tell you my side. And by the time I've listened to them, the story is actually very different to what I thought before I'd spoken to them. So, you know, if if you've got a, a stance that can be defended, then there's no reason why you shouldn't want to talk to the media. Yeah, but uh, light at the end of the tunnel, though, David, from the sounds of things with the new board. I think so. I think um, I think there, there definitely is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, a lot of people I've spoken to are very upbeat um, about what's what's coming, and and hopefully, you know, just getting the things right. Though people should also remember, it's just a very small part of getting boxing right. There are a lot of issues that's probably beyond the control of of the new board, of any board of boxing in South Africa, um, because it, it's about getting the sport right at amateur level in order to increase the feeder system into the professional ranks and so on and so forth. But, but this is at least a, a good starting point for, for where boxing is now. All right, lots of nods that are happening here in studio, David, as you speak, a sports reporter for the Sunday Times and also Times Live, David Isaacson. Once again, thank you so much indeed. And if I don't chat to you again, have a, a wonderful festive season. Thanks, Robert. You too. All right, David Isaacson, they're joining us right here on hashtag MSW. Evening, Barob, and evening to Usis Joyce and Mr. Colin. Um, I have a question for both guests in studio. Can we safely say, or can you safely say to the listeners that boxing South Africa is being kept by certain people and there's mismanagement of funds? Mm-hmm. And if that is the case, what are the necessary steps that need to be taken in order for those kind of issues to be resolved. Because, I mean, um, there are certain fighters who would like to be part of uh, Boxing South Africa and there are certain young talents who would like to come through the system and be um, elite boxers in the world. So what are the necessary steps that you are putting in place as a promoter and a member of uh, boxing to rectify this issue? Thank you, Mr. Robert. 
Yeah, thank you so much indeed. Colin, let me chuck it to you. Great Kate, question. Kate. Yes, and my answer to that, that listener is absolute yes. All you have to do is take a look at the last AG report mm-hmm. on local travel on 1.2 million rand to this last AG report on 5.5 million rand. The upcoming AG report is probably going to be just as bad, if not worse. I believe there needs to be a commission of inquiry with the people who used to work in Boxing South Africa. There has to be accountability. We've discussed the awards. We've just mentioned the event manager. And I think there has to be some sort of accountability. We as stakeholders, people who genuinely care about the sport and fighters, Mm. want answers. Mum Joyce, gatekeeping within BSA. Rob, look, um, when it comes to the finances of BSA, what happened? What uh, Obviously, for, for me, I, we only got that from, from the interview with the, with the portfolio committee. Right. And yes, um, it was disturbing to, to find that uh, there was no accountability. Or for instance, some questions were asked and not answered. But um, look, Rob, I'm a boxing promoter. And uh, my priority is to get sponsors and make boxing, make boxers to fight. That's that's my most important uh, uh, thing. And as to the other things, you know, especially when they're not affecting my business, I, mm-hmm. I don't worry so much about them. Mm-hmm. That is why in most of the times I'm, I'm pushing alone, striving to make sure that I get sponsors so that I can make boxing and bring boxing because that's my biggest objective as a, as a promoter. And yes, the top promoter. <laughs> top, top promoter, Colin. See, for me, I have a different view and it doesn't affect me personally, but I have an affinity to fighters. Yeah. And I realize the hardship that these fighters endure and where they come from. And they need to fight. And when you look at the salaries that were going out to the board and the acting CEO, when an entry-level fighter fights for 4,000 rand on four rounds and a fight gets canned or canceled and they need that money to support their families or put bread on the table, that gets to me. 4,000 rand. Entry level on a four round fight, right? Okay. And then the so higher what, you go? Well, obviously, you've got to go through the ranks, but I'm yeah. saying your entry level. Sure. Some fighters are lucky if they get two fights a year at the entry level on 8,000 Rand. Yeah. And then you get BSA on this latest AG report on a local expenditure travel per month, 466,000 Rand, and they're getting fat salaries. There's a problem. So I am asking those questions. I want to know. Because that money spent mm. can go on developing fighters. What what are they getting paid? Because it's on the AGM. It's yeah. So the document. acting the acting CEO, according to the AGM, got one point five million rand. One point five as acting. Correct. Pay any? Panam. Panam. And remember guys, there was over a million rand that's unaccounted for in the AG report. I think it was one point three or one point four choice. Yeah. But you take unaccounted for. What does unaccounted for mean? Guys, let's be real. But you've got to redirect. I mean, surely um, you've got to trace the paper trail if it does exist. And, Maybe and, sometimes it is and that's, moved across. And that's why we need a commission of inquiry in boxing. And how's this? Telephones and cell phones usage the last time was 220,000 rand. 
this one is 550,000 Rand. How do you explain that? Who's using the, the phones? But, but that's the BSA we, members. That, that's what we need to find out. We is also it need for, to f- is it for work related or is it for family? Is well, it that, for social? That's what we want to find out. That's what we want to. We also want to know who's the travel agent who's booking all these these flights. Where are they flying to? Exactly where they're staying. Good evening, Rob. It's the Bukhoye, Rob. I think we are very fortunate as a country to have uh, Minister Zizi Kotwa at the helm uh, because for me it's rather encouraging uh, to read uh, that press statement and the manner in which he exercises his ministerial uh, prerogative and in ensuring that we don't have uh, people who are holding the country hostage or, or also holding boxing hostage uh, in their own personal interest. And I think it's rather encouraging uh, that the minister has went out uh, and to, to tell these individuals uh, to stop with their shenanigans and allow the new board uh, to resume work because, Rob, uh, we cannot lose a day uh, in this country without having uh, credible ethical leaders in boxing. And for me, the new board uh, comprises of individuals who are Credible, I think the likes of Romy Titus and uh, like September, who has done exceptional work for the PSL and is currently with the CAV. Uh, for me, we cannot ask for any better leaders uh, to revive boxing other than the individuals who the minister has brought in into this board. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, I think um, lots of nods here in studio. Bongani on. Uh, on Twitter says, this legal battle between the National Professional Boxing Promoters as well as the Department of Sport about the appointment of this new board will derail boxing further down to its knees. Boardroom politics should be dealt with there, but not at the expense of boxers. Uh, Bongani, I think, well said. I'll take final comments. Mom Joyce, from your side. Um, my wish, Rob, is to see change and progress in boxing and... Um Look, the, the, the unnecessary fights. Yeah. I, I, we are not boxers. Not everybody in boxing is a boxer. But, uh, you know, with my experience, I've realized that everybody puts on gloves. And in the boardroom, which is wrong. They, they should yes, that's the unfortunate part. That's, yeah. I mean, we've got boxers. They train boxers. They manage boxers. I promote boxers. But uh, I, I can't be putting on gloves. I have to go and fight What's out the there. end goal? What, is it? what do you want to see? I, I want to see... Uh, I want to see the, the times of, uh, I want to see the situation that we're talking about mm. off record to say when it's Joyce or TLB uh, uh, hosting a tournament. We want to see the same environment. Mm. We also want to see sponsors coming on board. We'd like to see uh, TV coverage not as having eyes. Oh, TV coverage, a, a big sore point, a, a topic for an hour next time. Colin, your final thoughts and what it is that you want to see. What's the end goal? I have a lot of faith in the Inca and the new board of Boxing South Africa. Safisa Shongwe is a former promoter, and my dealings with him on a professional level was he always put fighters first. Yeah. And my message to the new board and Mr. Zizi Kodwas actually listened to all of us yeah. is that we've got to put fighters first. It's about them, mm. not the boardroom, not politics. Sorry, Joyce, not sponsorship. It's about getting fighters active. Mm. And, and the rules and regulations have to apply for each and every one of us. No special favors. But Colin, how do Colin boxers Nathan, fight Colin if Nathan. I don't have a sponsor? It's okay. Well, let's have a fight. <laughs> off air. Let's have a fight. Off air. Colin Nathan, boxing manager, trainer, and also TLB boxing promoter, Joyce Kungane. Thank you both for coming through. Thank Appreciate you. it. Colin, how do I pick... 
Marala Sports Worldwide on 947, Monday to Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Hashtag MSW.